I'm a Nigerian lady who knows someone that knows someone, and that person is a friend of another. In Nigeria, everybody knows somebody. Memoir of a Nigerian My diary, my friend's discussion, my acquaintance's conversation, all on this table. Follow me, and let's talk. Another beautiful episode of Memoir of a Nigerian My name is Helen. If you're watching this on YouTube, this is actually not the new year thingy. This is not the first episode this year. So kindly use the link to listen to our podcast. Yes, we have amazing content over there. And of course, don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel. On today's episode of Memo of Nigeria, we'll be talking music law, entertainment law in Nigeria. Now we're talking to an entertainment lawyer, Akiyemi Anyodua. He is a brilliant i mean i know we don't have a lot of entertainment lawyers but we have akiyemi and akiyemi is a partner at i tower anyway so let's get into it entertainment law in nigeria are we even ready for this conversation whether you're ready or you're not we are here let's get it let's get it going so i have with me akiyemi akiyemi is an entertainment lawyer hello akiyemi welcome You're welcome. Thank we are, you, thank you. We are yeah. pleased to have you here. And tell me, who can be an entertainment lawyer? Because I was having sure. a discussion with my friend a few days ago, and he argues that um, general interest lawyer, that they can also be an entertainment lawyer. How true is this? So I think an entertainment lawyer is a lawyer who works in the entertainment industry. Okay. By virtue of his training and years of experience and having an understanding of how the business is conducted okay. or having an understanding of the kind of disputes and legal issues that the tenants deal with mm-hmm. by virtue of all of these is able to service the industry so that is what an entertainment that is who an entertainment <laughs> lawyer is okay yes so it means that um and a general lawyer could actually double as an entertainment lawyer since all of these things are about laws, yeah? Be 
for lawyers who have an expertise and who have the competence to serve entertainers, investors, practitioners in the entertainment industry. And, and we as Nigerians, artists, young artists, upcoming artists, how enlightened are we? Even people that are not musicians, let's talk about brands, for example, like we have, we have so many people, actresses, how enlightened are they that there is a need for them to have a lawyer who is an entertainment lawyer who understands the industry? Yes, we're doing a lot of advocacy work. All right. Um, I, not just me, a lot of my colleagues are constantly, you know, talking about legal issues that affect the entertainment industry. And I think by virtue of that work that we're doing, knowledge is permeating and, you know, a lot of people are getting the right kind of information, hmm. which has informed um, the need to get lawyers who can look after their legal affairs. All right. So it's, it's a gradual process, and I'm happy that we're not where we used to be. Definitely, definitely. Let's talk about the record label. What do they owe artists? I mean, saying that, let's, let's, for example, we should talk about, and not forget the Cynthia Morgan and Jude Okoye issue. When it came up, people said, oh, that was a fair deal, because, I mean, the, the deal, the contract was, on, was online, and people said it was a fair deal. What is a fair deal when you're signing an agreement? Wow. I think you posed two questions. What is the mm -hmm. job of a record label? Yeah. Let, me, let me try to attack that. And then, what is the fair deal? So, what is the job of a record label? The job of a record label is to be able to push a talent mm. from point A to point B. Okay. Um, record labels, there is a presumption that they know what they are doing and that they have the right kind of resources to help develop the craft of the talent that they are signing. So what you find is usually the label comes as an investor, as a partner, as an expert with you know resources. They have the funds, they have the relationships, they have all the expertise. It is assumed in their favor that they have all these things. And when they sign a talent, depending on the cadre or the level at which they find the talent, they want to bring their resources to bear and take the artist to a bigger level mm. and make the artist more successful. And what they have to do is they need to focus on production of quality music and then they also need to promote this music and they also need to build a reputation or a brand for the talent that they're signing. Mm. So if a, if a record label is able to do all of these things, then they would be deemed to have been successful. For example, Level signed Drake, Level signed Echira, and in the space of 10 years, they've been able to build their careers to the point where they are now worldwide acclaimed. They are now acclaimed worldwide, globally, right. they are now global superstars. So, in the space of like 10, 7 years, they are now world beaters. Mm -hmm. But again, that is not the case for everybody. Aspirations are different, expectations are different. Also, talents are different. So, right. it might take an artist five years to be a world superstar. Right. It might take some people 15, 20 years. Mm -hmm. 
So that is essentially the job of labor. Okay. They will sign a talent with the expectation of helping to take them to a better place in their crafts. Why so they also make their own money, yeah? Exactly. Okay. So the second question is what is fair? What is fair will be judged by what expectations all the parties have. Mm. Ideally, we need to see record labels as businesses that need to make profits. So if they're investing $10 million, how can they make back $50 million or $100 million or even $20 million? Mm. So um, a talent must acknowledge that these, I need, these are businesses. These are businesses that need to make their money back. Right. Because a lot of things were put in place to make the artist a global superstar, to make the artist a successful artist. Okay. Now the artist has three albums. Now the artist is touring. Now the artist has a judgment everywhere. What is the name for the label? What is the name for the artist? So that is how you judge what is fair. Okay. So the record label basically um, owes the, the, the artist's success. Sounds and song. 
Because I, I, I read online that the, the South Africans took this guy to court or they sent um, a memo to Google to take his music down. What song is that? You want to bam bam this, um, he used their sample. Yeah, memory. Yes. Yeah, so, you know, the rise that is the foundation for the music business is what we call copyrights. Copyright law, yeah. So, if you're using someone else's copyright, you have to get the necessary permission to be able to commercially exploit mm. what you are using. So, okay. if you're sampling someone else's music, and if you're making your own cover version and you want to commercially exploit it, you have to get permission from the owners of the song and the owners of the record. Mm. And, and what, what so, happens in the case when you don't take the permission? So it's an infringement. Because anytime you do not get permission on a commercial exploit in someone else's work, you are infringing mm. on that person's rights. And then you can be sued for that. I'll, oh, sued. Okay. Also, our artists, I mean, do they get royalties? Does that operate in Nigeria, the royalties thing? thing yes, it, it does. It operates in Nigeria. But we don't hear about it, like, oh, this person is getting certain amount of money for this music that they that they create with this person. We don't get that often. We don't hear about it the way that we hear about yeah, the things that happen. Yeah, we don't hear about it because when things are going well, people don't come on social media to shout and throw tantrums. Angles. But there are many people doing business properly mm. who, you know, get royalties for their work and everything is well run. Everyone is getting paid. Okay. There are many people who have adopted best practices of that nature. Okay. How do, how do you confront plagiarism in the music and entertainment scene? In terms of sound, ideas, and of course, lyrics. How do you confront it? Yeah, for those who are passionate about, you know, enforcing their rights, mm. they are always able to, um, you know, take legal action anytime um, anyone is trying to, you know, infringe on their work. They already have lawyers on their retainer. They already they already have relationships lawyers. They already have relationships with record labels and music publishers who are able to actively defend their interests. That is something I recommend. Hmm. Okay. Very 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 good one. So avoid a uh, Tenny situation. And I mean Tenny and this the, this guy that signed her. How do producers? How do they, how should they protect themselves? Yeah, producers should always work with contracts and exclusions. Mm. And um, they should always know what they intend to benefit from a relationship. Right. So I think that should be their barometer for dealing in this business. This business is a very brutal business. People take advantage of ignorant people. Mm. And you know, if you do not know what you want for yourself, you will run into a lot of unnecessary stress. Mm. And uh, people will take advantage of you. And writers? Same thing applies. Right. You should work with split sheets, contracts, and know what you want at all times. What if the music doesn't blow? Yeah, well, nothing is guaranteed. But at least start from a position where, in the light, maybe in the lightning event, mm. uh, the music, you know, takes off, you'll be in prime position to. Benefits. All right. So we went. I 
mean, earlier we talked about um, people knowing that, uh, well, how, do, how did you put it? You said that the young artists, that they should be accountability, yeah? accountability in music. So this um, Zazu Krona portable and um, what happened between Bokoli, do you think it's some promotional gimmick? Well, I don't think so. I think uh, it's, it's a real uh, issue. Mm. Well, they say it's been resolved. I don't think anything has been resolved. I think uh, the parties might not be well equipped mm. to really make sure that the relationship works. And um, that's all I can say for now. I don't think it's a promotional tactic. I think there is there has been some stress in that relationship. Mm. I don't think uh, the relationship is strong enough. I don't think uh, I don't think portable is manageable. Wow. I think I'm rhyming like a <laughs> portable <laughs> is not manageable. Why did you say why do you think it's not manageable? I just think he is because from his antics, the way he speaks and all the tantrums he's been throwing, it shows that uh, he might be a difficult talent to manage. So if, if one of your guys is um, signing portable, for example, what would you advise they do? Would you advise they trash him? What do you mean trash him? I mean, take him off the record label, like you, you don't deserve a spot here. Should not work with him, but I'm just you know, you referenced an example, and I that's what I'm saying. Okay, who knows? No, nobody knows tomorrow. Mm. Tomorrow might be a different, uh, you know, scenario. But from what I've seen so far, from his antecedents, as at the time of this interview, <laughs> I think I'm saying that well, this is a character that might not be manageable. Okay. I might be wrong. All right. So, okay. I, I, I'm also very concerned about the name placement. So, this song was is owned by Portable, but on Google it says that Pokoli featuring Portable and Bado. Does that really matter? Who gets what? So I think I think you know um, the original record was owned by by. And I think the remix, they've already corrected that. I think now showing that. In the video, just the video. Record. Just the video. What about this song? No, it's, it's, it's still the same on uh, Apple Music, I guess. So I think they, they might need to, you know, um, do the right thing. I, think, I don't know what he signed. Maybe what he signed is saying it's a Pokoli song. I don't know. <coughs> but I think whoever owns the remix of that I honestly don't think he signed anything because he has left this this guy that um, uh, international promoter. I don't know what it's, I, I can't remember what. Kubagiri now he's with Banco. He's not even with Which Banku? There's another guy, a promoter. Bankuli is 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 another promoter on in, I mean I, I, I was reading about that. Now he's not with Bubagiri anymore, now he's with Bankuli. Does that really matter? Does 
Do you think that it has? No, you should check. You should check it. It's it's everywhere on, on social media. It's not with um, Kogwagidi anymore. Does that matter? Do you think it has a future yeah, in that industry? Because it was not really really stated, but you know after the last issues that they had, um, portable and Kogwagidi. Uh, now it's it's not moving with Kogwagidi anymore. Now it's now moving with Bankuli. They are going to shows. They also but went to Sifino a few days ago. Anybody that is managing portable, kudos to them. Okay. Um, that is just kudos to. I know I said that's the final question, but this should be this would be the final question. How come we don't have a lot of entertainment lawyers in Nigeria? I mean, now I I, I can literally I, I think, think of five or six. So we don't have a lot yeah, of people who me, say that they are entertainment lawyers. The number will continue to increase. About 10 years ago, very few people even understood the concept or the idea of lawyers who just strictly service the entertainment industry. So we're a growing number, mm. and I believe that in the coming years, lawyers are going to you know, start to make huge contributions, even in talent management, music distribution, DNR, music publishing, in fact, many other aspects of the industry that I can't mention. Okay. Another last question. I know I said I know I said a, a, a last question the whole of time. Tell me, what would you advise upcoming artists to do? Let's just wrap it up fast. What do you, what, what would you advise they do before signing a contract? I know that they want to get known, they want to be popular, things like that. They want to make so much money. What would you advise they do? Yeah, the thing is, understand what you want for yourself. Get a lawyer that understands the music business to represent your interests. Mm. Uh, those are the things I can say from the top of my head. Know, know what you want for yourself. And you know what you want for yourself will come from educating yourself. What's this music business about? Mm. And, and when and when you cannot afford a lawyer? Then get a lawyer. You need to at least get somewhere that can interpret it for you. Alright. Thank you. Because in the absence of that, you run into a lot of trouble. All right. Thank you very much, Akiemi and Yolua. It's, we are so pleased to have you here, and thank you for answering all our questions. Thanks for having me. I look forward to you know, this lovely man in that video. I don't know if I should blow, blow, blow a kiss, but okay. It's allowed. It's allowed. Memoir of a that is it on today's episode of Memo of a Ninja Girl. I just spoke to Akiyemi Anyolua. He's an incredible entertainment lawyer. I am sure that you learned a few things, I'm sure many things, on this episode. Of course, I also learned things. I mean, entertainment law in Nigeria, there are so many things that we are not aware of. That is why we are having this conversation. And that is why we would continue to have all these conversations. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram, Helen.Love.com. 33. Okay, I don't know why I'm always giving my personal Instagram handle, but Ellen.Moang, M-O-A-N-G, that's the podcast um, Instagram. Also, don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel, like, rate our podcast so that other people would listen, would um, know that we're doing amazing here at Moang. I'll see you next week. My name is Helen. I am a Nigerian lady who knows someone that knows someone, and that person is a friend of another. In Nigeria, everybody knows somebody. Memoir of a Niger
my diary, my friend's discussion, my acquaintance's conversation, all on this table. Follow me and let's talk.